0: So I have a bit of a hot take. So I I have a different approach to this than a lot of other people. So um, the traditional method is start a podcast, interview people, post it on social media, get in front of people, expand your audience to be more visible. Yes. If you are trying to establish yourself as a thought leader or just brand awareness, absolutely. Absolutely. However, branded podcasting is a very specific, targeted business development tool when you consider that the guest is more important than the audience.
1: Well, welcome everybody to episode 114 on Connect, Inspire, Create. Today, we are going to be chatting about podcasting. Ha! Fancy that on a podcast and how you can use this tool for your business development. To my new listeners, hello and welcome. I am glad that you've chosen to spend the next 20-ish minutes with us. I am your host, Carol Clegg, and I help women solopreneurs create balance and simplicity in their business and conquer procrastination with accountability coaching. But I have something else that I'm excited to share, and I am now including a program that has been developed by Shizad Shamine called Positive Intelligence, or PQ, as some of you might know it. And it's all about how to build mental fitness for positive change in your life, which I have recently completed, and I'm so excited to already see the change after six intense weeks. So I'll be offering that same six-week intense research-based Group coaching package. And I just say contact me, message me, or email me at carol at carolclegg.com. But more importantly, let's move on to introducing my guest today. Molly Ruland is the CEO and founder of Hotcast Media, a digital content agency focused on content marketing for founders, CEOs, coaches, and brands. Molly specializes in producing high quality, Branded video content for businesses that want to generate income and create strategic relationships through content marketing. She is a frequent speaker about the business of podcasting. So I am thrilled to have a pro join me today and marketing and content creation. She believes that listening is the revolution. We're going to dig into that a little bit in a moment. And it is evident in the work that she produces with multiple podcasts in, listen to this, the top 10% of downloads. Molly currently lives in Costa Rica with her four dogs and runs her global business remotely. Love that. So welcome, Molly, and thank you for being part of the show.
0: Thank you so much for having me, Carol. It's it's uh, really an honor to be here.
1: I, I'm excited and I'm thrilled that you're joining me all the way from Costa Rica. I can see a little bit of wind blowing in the background <laughs> and we have the same here in New Mexico today. There you go. Yeah. yeah but I'm sure your temperatures are a little more pleasant than ours.
0: Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. A little humid. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> but, Well, this is the first time, as I mentioned, that we're actually focusing on podcasting on my show. So I am looking forward to learning more about why my listeners should be considering podcasting as a business development tool. But before we go there, can I ask you two questions?
0: Absolutely.
1: Just to let our audience know a little bit more about you. So let's start off with what is something that people would be just a little surprised to know about Molly?
0: Well, uh, when I was 15 months old, I was diagnosed with a rare congenital birth defect, and I was told by a team of doctors at Bethesda Naval, which is the top military hospital in the United States, that I wouldn't live more than 20 years, uh, and that I would uh, grow very fast, and I would look like a five-year-old by the time I was two, but I wouldn't grow any further, uh, and my life expectancy was 20 years. The uh, only other documented case that died by the time she was 12. And so I had a team of doctors and I grew very fast, like they said I would. And I looked like a five-year-old by the time I was two, uh, but I kept growing. I didn't stop. And so uh, then they said I would be 6'3", uh, and then I ended up 5'10", which is probably where my, my you know, the beginning of my distrust of doctors probably began. But all jokes aside, uh, you know, a team of doctors, the smartest doctors in the whole country. When the president gets shot, that's who takes care of him. And they said that I wasn't going to live 20 years. And and here I am at 47 years old, 27 years past my due date. I've had lots of spinal surgeries, but I, I have a very good and comfortable life. And I think the lesson there is that anything is possible. And even when the odds are seemingly stacked against you, they they might not be the right odds, you know. So um, oh, don't let wow. anybody write your story. You know, love that, love that advice.
1: Wow, that is amazing, huh? That is certainly amazing. Something to be so grateful for and just celebrate. So, yeah, celebrating you today. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah.
0: Following on that question, thinking about who has been the kindest to you recently? You know, well, it's a tie between two women, of course. Uh, So when I moved into this neighborhood in Costa Rica, there's 60 lots and we're on like this hundred acre farm. And, um, you know, nobody knew each other before. But when you live, you know, in another country and you're relying on each other, a real community you know, becomes evident. And there's a woman who developed this with her husband, uh, Beverly Sheets, Beverly and Brad Sheets. And Beverly is just one of the nicest people I have ever met. And when I'm sick or if I need a hand, she's always there and she's just kind, you know, kind. Uh, And there's another woman also in the neighborhood, Tanya Kenyans, who's been Extremely kind and caring as well, and you know, I lost my mother last year, and she wasn't extremely kind or caring. Uh, and uh, you know, sometimes it's worse when you 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 know, who who what's worse if you lose your mother and you were close, or you lose your mother and you weren't close. I don't I don't know if there's an easier path on that one. No. And so I'm uh, monumentally grateful for the kindness that those two mm. women have shown me. That's yeah, so important because when you relocate and you're living in a different country. Um, the importance
1: of community is critical because we give up so much. You know, we left South Africa almost 30 years ago. It's kind of crazy. But, yeah, having community around. So I'm thrilled that you've got that there with you in Thank Costa Rica. That, yeah. yeah. Well, now let's talk about podcasting. Yeah. Um, you mentioned in your bio and that listening is the revolution. And it's, it's interesting because when I first read that, I thought paying attention, And listening is where I went with that. And then I realized, hang on a minute, let's put this together with podcasting. So over to you. (laughs) (laughs) You tell me more about why it's the revolution.
0: Well, because I think we're just we're in a place where we need to listen to each other more. Like we've really just become so polarized and just so aggressive and, you know, um, I remember one time I was having a heated conversation with my mom about politics and she said, "This is why we don't talk about politics or religion at the dinner table." And I said, "Well, maybe if we had, <laughs> we wouldn't know, we would know how to communicate with one another without being hurtful and and saying mean things and threatening one another. Maybe if we learned some of those critical skills about how to not agree on things but be willing to listen to one another and respecting each other's, you know, Experiences, right? Because my my lens in which I look through life is because of my experiences. You know, I don't expect you to have the same exact opinion. You didn't. Right. Grow, you didn't spend the same twenty years in the same city I spent in. Mm-hmm. You weren't. You know. So this idea that we all have to believe the same thing and agree on everything, and we don't listen to each other. I just think that when we can actually listen to one another, that's when the real change happens. Because that's when we humanize one another and we realize. Hey, I might I might think your opinions are trash, but I can also recognize that you're a real person and you're right. somebody's grandmother and you're somebody, you know, you're like a, UT, you know, there's racist people who volunteer at their church. Right. So like every people aren't all bad and all good. And I think if you can kind of remember that sometimes, mm. you know, for other people and yourself. I you know? think and you, as well, you know, giving yourself permission to be you. I think that's part of it is we
1: then become afraid that if we stand up for what we believe in and we share it and that the person that's listening to us is going to put us down, that is also not a happy place to be in because we each are unique and we're entitled. I mean, yes, somebody can change your mind and get you perhaps to think of something else, but it has to be in conversation and with
0: kindness, not with force. Exactly. exactly so, and the, and the thing about podcasting is like podcasting to me is like pirate radio. And I've always been obsessed with pirate radio. This idea of like this rogue, you know, like ah, you don't need the man. I don't know. Like I was probably like a hippie in my previous <laughs> life, you know, but like just this idea of like sticking it to the man and not being regulated. And like, what a wonderful thing podcasting is like, you know, of course it's not free because you spend money on production and microphones and editing. But the fact that you can put something on an RSS feed that could go to millions of people in under 10 minutes for free. It's insane. Kind of awesome. Yeah. You know, and it's such a crazy cool medium and YouTube and all of it. And I so it's kind of tying into my passion and you know what I really care about, you know, and, and that's that is community. It's always what I've invested in. You know, I have strong opinions about things, but it's always the basis of it is always defending the underdog, you know, that's right. what I'm my most vicious is on behalf of people who are really being treated poorly, that. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, that's, that's the, that's the basis of the tagline uh, is, you know, kindness. Yeah. Listening yeah. is the revolution. Love that. Mm-hmm. Let's get into,
1: for my listeners that are you know, perhaps haven't just thought about having a podcast, you share that it can generate revenue in any business. So, how, where did they start? What does that look like?
0: So I have a bit of a hot take. So I, I have a different approach to this than a lot of other people. So um, the traditional method is start a podcast, interview people, post it on social media, get in front of people, expand your audience to be more visible. Yes. If you are trying to establish yourself as a thought leader or just brand awareness, Absolutely. However, branded podcasting is a very specific targeted business development tool when you consider that the guest is more important than the audience. So if you could identify 12 people in your business this year, that would move the needle on your bottom line. So if you, for example, I have a client who does food packaging and branding and stuff, really huge agency, right? She does business with like, Uh, like huge companies, Pepsi and, you know, like huge, huge companies. Right. And she was trying to get in front of some other people like CMOs at big companies like Starbucks. And I said, well, you know, instead of trying to get to them, why don't you interview the woman who, who is the project manager for the largest convention of food products in California every year, because she's got all those people on her Rolodex. And that's what she did. And she did a fantastic interview with her, a killer introduction with her, asked her great questions, and then created the runway to follow up with her afterwards to ask her for those introductions, to ask for the ask, you know? That Not moves a needle that. in her business. Right. That. So it's targeted marketing. So mm-hmm. instead of thinking about who can I interview that has a lot of LinkedIn followers or who can I follow the interview that'll be interesting? No, who can you interview that's going to like, hire you this year open the doors right Right. it's so to me marketing is fishing right And and i love this analogy because it's clear you got different marketing sometimes you're spear fishing very specific tool shallow water very specific type of fish sometimes if you're fishing for mahi for example you're out in the ocean further to the closer to the shore using a specific kind of bait and going a certain speed to attack track certain fish If you want tuna, you got to go even further out with different bait and move the boat at a different speed. So that's what marketing is. A Mm. branded podcast to me is spearfishing. Identify 12 people who can make your business more money this year. Interview 12 of them. Do a killer series on it. Have somebody else produce the content so that it's professional. Because look, if you sell products that are 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50K million dollars, you can't Mm. produce, you can't edit it yourself. Okay. You can't do that because. The, the CFO of that company is never going to post your crappy graphics right. on this LinkedIn. OK, mm-hmm. so if it's a passion project, you can do that. If it's for your business, you cannot. So I I venture to say there's a ton more value in doing 12 podcasts, releasing them every week for three months and and interviewing 12 specific people and not doing another podcast for a few months. Maximize those relationships.
1: Wow, yeah, that is. Instead
0: of recording into perpetuity, be very, very specific. And I'll tell you what, if you do an interview with somebody and you say, oh, please welcome Molly. And she was born here and the doctor said this about her, but that didn't stop her. In fact, when she was in sixth grade and I'd be like, what the, how did she? And she's most known for this. And this is what her colleagues said about her. And this is all stuff you can find online, you know? right. And you do an introduction like that to me and you're saying, Molly is you know, changing the world and she believes listening is, you know, and then you ask me intelligent questions. Of course, I'm going to want to hook you up. I'm going to leave going, Carol, man, guys, yeah. you, really, you know, I, I feel yeah. indebted to you in a sense. You've you've really welcomed me. You've obviously invested time in our meeting and you you're intelligent and you know what you're talking about. So I know that I can give you business. It's the it's the it's the theory of reciprocity. You know, if you do something for somebody, they're going to want to do it back. It's not manipulation, but if you do a killer intro like that, that conversation is going to go great. They're going to be like, "Man, you really did your let's let's do this." And then you did your homework, right? They're going to send you business. Yeah, they will. But you also have to follow up with them and say, "Hey, thanks so much for coming on my show. Here's when the episode is coming out." Here's three graphics you can use here. We made a quote graphic with your face on it. Oh, by the way, I would love a meeting with you next week to talk to you, right? Like you, you got to have the ask. And I think Keep so going. many people yeah. miss that. They get bogged down right. in the production and they forget about the strategy and the amplification. So any content marketing plan has three pillars, strategy, production, amplification.
1: All right. Love that. Will you repeat that? These three strategy, pillars?
0: Strategy. Production, amplification. Wonderful. And are you you make Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, are you helping people with all these steps? Absolutely. 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 We, we don't do as much of the amplification, but we will create all the assets and we'll train your team on how to use them. But a lot of companies we work with have marketing departments, so they don't need us to run their social, but we create all the assets. And then a lot of times we will train them to say, this is how you use the blog post. This is how you effectively use. Don't post them all on the same day, you know, really giving people a blueprint, but the strategy is the most important because 12 targeted episodes can do so much more for your business and your bottom line. And if you compare the expense, right? You do 12 episodes of HeartCast, it's probably going to cost you around 10 grand, right? Give or right. take. How much would it cost to fly to a convention or a conference? your flight, your $250 a night hotel room in Orlando that you never wanted to stay in in the first place, the $15 hamburgers and $12 glasses of wine, right? right. The the trade show booth, the materials, the t-shirts you handed out. How much money are you spending on all that? And how many firm clients are you getting out of that versus being really targeted and strategic with 12 episodes of a podcast with people you want to do business with?
1: And how much more comfortable in the surrounds of where you are than the whole stress factor of packing up, moving, and all the other elements that can just derail your intentions. And so you could have ended up spending all that money. This is absolute gold. And I I, Molly, thank you because it's such a refreshing approach and so different. So I am pleased to be able to get that out there. And I hope that everybody who's listening to Molly share that this will inspire you to realize that you don't have to be going for a whole year.
0: As you, you know, you take this as your project. And, and 12 episodes, you could do 12 episodes. You could take three weeks, do five interviews a week, you know, four interviews a week for three weeks, get it off the table, send it to your production team and they take care of the rest. Like it doesn't have to be this like, Oh God, I got to record another Hey, it's the holidays. I'm sick. I don't no no no. Like smarter, not harder, right? And right. people's main pain points are I don't have enough time. I don't know what to talk about. And I don't really like to be on camera. No problem. We'll just get them all done in a couple weeks and then we'll take care of yeah. everything for you. So it doesn't have to be this lift. But like the thing about podcasting is this is you in order to really get the benefits from it, you have to do it right. You got to do the metadata. You got to do the blog post. You got to do the LinkedIn newsletter. You got to do that. Like if you're really trying to get that value, it's all about SEO. Like it right. really boils down to it, everything is SEO. You've right? got to connect the dots you've got. And so if you're not going to do that, it's better if it's your personal stuff, fine. But if you're doing it for your business, don't do it at all. If you're not going to do it all the way, it's like baking a cake and forgetting to put in the baking oven (laughs) or in the oven. It ain't going to turn out the way that you were hoping. And so you would have been better off not baking the cake in the first place. Right. You would have saved time, money and energy. Right. And sometimes going on other people's podcasts is a better move for you. But in this particular situation, Driving revenue is all about that branded podcast, mm-hmm. that spearfishing of right. sales. Right, And I it's love, you know,
1: team. as you said, that sometimes you can't get in front of a certain person. But by having this conversation with the critical player in the team, um, you know, it's wonderful because if you are in a can communicate well and enjoy, you've met somebody and you're not trying to sell them something. You're just meeting them and having a conversation um, and then the next steps follow. So brilliant advice. So coming back to advice, if there's somebody who's just getting started in their business, what would be the first step of advice that you would give them?
0: Um, we'll get very, we, we also build websites and we see a lot of people don't have good websites or they don't have CTAs on their websites. So make mm-hmm. sure that if you're creating content for your business, that you're actually sending them to a place that's viable, right? That's seems obvious, but yeah. And, and. Don't sign up for too much and really leverage. So I'm kind of on this mission to kill the word repurpose because I think it does a disservice to the work we're doing. When people say, you know, oh, repurpose your podcast onto YouTube, you're not. That's the that that's not what repurposing is. You're leveraging your podcast on multiple platforms. Repurposing would say, I'm going to take five podcast episodes, take three clips from each, and turn that into a webinar. That's right. repurposing. Right. Okay what you're actually doing is leveraging your time, right? So if you can go, if you can do a podcast or go on a podcast, and then you can make a blog post from that and a LinkedIn newsletter and three Mm. social media posts and this, and that, now that is a good use of your time as a new business owner, because you took a 30 minute session and you turned it into all this other content. You leverage your time efficiently. Now you can do that with your own podcast, or if you're a brand new business, you probably should go on other people's podcasts, mm. to be honest. Mm. Like, yeah, I yes. think yeah. aggressively going Thanks. on other people's podcasts to talk about your business and not get caught up in the weeds of production and show notes. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, and you probably don't have 10 grand to hire a company. To right. Do when examples, you start right? out. Absolutely. But it's. You know, like we do podcast booking and we have an offer right now that's like buy one month, get one month free. And it's like a thousand dollars a month for unlimited podcast booking. And you get three videos from each one and we have a BOGO deal on it. So for a thousand bucks, you get two months of booking. You go on 20 podcasts. If you can, if you can do it, you can do it that's a fantastic deal for a new business versus a 10 K investment and a six month runway, right? The brand of podcast is definitely better for an established business. That's looking for a different way to land new clients. Mm, Right. So it's not even a, it's great because it's business development and it's marketing. So you're getting a new client out of it and you're creating all these assets that your marketing team can now use on their social media platform. So It's, it's a two for one. So it's, you know, spending a lot of money does not necessarily mean it's the best thing for your business.
1: As you start out, absolutely. And that was, I was going to ask you, you know, what upcoming project are you excited about? And I guess that's the one. So will people find that on your website? Is that the best place to look for that offer?
0: No, because it's actually not public, but if people oh. message me, I will totally send them the link and extend that offer as your guest, or I can give you the link and you can put it on your podcast, but it's not visible on the website Uh, and the reason why i did that is because i've gone on a bunch of podcasts and i've thoroughly enjoyed it and i've created strategic relationships and we're closing some new clients already unexpectedly Mm -hmm. um and i'm i just you know this is very selfish i came on here because i just wanted to have conversations with people i live in costa rica it could be a little isolating i love connecting with new people and so i don't even have like a and I don't have an, all, I mean, I just mentioned an offer, but that's like super Something random. Um, I don't yeah. have a thing I'm trying to convert anybody on. I just wanted to make some new relationships because at the core of everything in life, personal business, it's always about relationships. always, always, always about relationships.
1: Absolutely. And I, I am so with you on that one. I have just met the most wonderful people that would not have crossed my path if we hadn't stepped into this conversation and I have been informed I've been educated I've been enlightened so it is it's just a wonderful journey it is <laughs> and it I love is. talking <laughs> so that helps <laughs> me too I love lovely, lovely, enough, yeah. lovely. <laughs> well Molly I know the best places you said to find you is on your website so that's at hotcastmedia.com. Yes, if ma'am. people would like to find that link can they email you would you share yes, your yes they can email?
0: email me they can yeah anyway you know I'm happy to extend it to all of your audience and everybody else. It's a it's a no brainer of a deal, and and you will get your monies back, and you'll get in front of more people. So if you're an author or somebody trying to really like push some visibility, it's a great thing. But um, yeah, I mean, I'd be cool. happy to work with any other right. people at all. Thank you so, and so much. And I'll get that from you
1: because I'll pop it into the show notes. And yeah. then if you want to connect with Molly on social, you will find her on LinkedIn. Instagram and YouTube, and those will all be, those links will be in the show notes. So to everybody out there, thank you for listening. Thank you, Molly, for sharing some really nuggets, I think, for thank people you. to reconsider and relook at the way they could use a podcast for their business. So if you have felt inspired by our conversation today, I'd love to ask you to share it wherever you share your content. I encourage you to explore your own way of connecting inspiring and creating this sweet that will bring joy into your world. Until the next time, bye-bye.